There is a lot of fluff on the internet about how to grow your social media channels. There are millions of people telling you how they can grow your account from zero to 3,000 followers in literally one day, and I'm absolutely not going to be sharing that with you. Instead, in this video, I'm gonna be telling you exactly how this book, helped me grow all of my social media channels. Now, I'm not gonna lie and tell you that I read this book before I grew my channels. It was more that when I was reading the book afterwards, I realized that so many of the things that were spoken about in this book really, really helped me to grow. So, want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to the channel. If you're new here, welcome. If you're an OG, thank you for always supporting me to help create these videos for you every single week. So I want to get into this book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, this, I would say, is one of the books that has really transformed so much for me, and it is one of my favorite books that I continuously refer back to, and that's why in this video today, I'm gonna break down essentially a summary of this book and tell you the methods and tools that he talks about and how it helped me grow my Instagram, my TikTok, and my overall podcast listeners too. So in this book, James tells us how we can break our old habits and build new ones so that we can lead a life that we love and ultimately succeed. So there are four main components to this book. The 1% rule, focus on systems, not goals, which I'll give my insight on because you all know I love a bit of goal setting. Identities v outputs and the four fundamental laws of behavioral change. So I'm gonna put the book down now. <laughs> I think you've all seen what it's like. But essentially, I'm gonna be talking about each of these four habits and then correlating that to how I grew my social media following. So at number one, make a 1% improvement. Now I'm not gonna lie, I didn't actually know this before I spoke to Stephen Bartlett. So I would love to compete against people who are, in, who, care, who are sweating that the results haven't shown up yet. Yeah. I remember a year ago, we were talking about this podcast and we could, we could predict that we were going to become number one even before we were in the top 200 because of our trajectory. So we look at the graphs and we put all of our competitors on this trajectory graph and go, right. yeah, they have 100,000 followers more than us and two, mm -hmm. you know, in some cases millions. But 2022 in uh, October, mm -hmm. we're going to be number one because right. we care about the 1%. And act, when you zoom out, it's all about trajectory. So yeah, I wouldn't worry about time horizons. Your job as a, as a new podcaster should just be every single day, whoever you're working with, trying to find a 1% marginal gain in the audio, this, the promotion, yes. whatever you do. You do that and you love it, you, you'll be unbelievable where you'll be in five years. Unbelievable. You'll be number one. 
If you really do that, you will be number one in five years. And the reason for that is compounding makes such a difference. So in this book, this is probably the biggest thing that I got from it and the biggest thing that he learns. But like I said, I had heard of it before. But he basically said, if you improve by 1% every single day, you'll actually end up 37 times better because small changes compound. And so when you're improving every single day, that improvement is going up and up and up and up. Whilst if you're not improving every single day, it doesn't mean it's going down and down and down and down as significantly. And the reason why for me that this 1% kind of diagram has really improved my podcast and has helped me to grow across all of my social media channels is because I was always trying to improve just one thing at a time. So for example, when I started on audio, for the next season, I started on Zoom or on Riverside or one of these platforms. What I mean is, you know, digitally recording. I then started on that. Then for the third season, I actually introduced a trailer. Then after my third season, I thought, okay, you know what? I'm giving this one more shot and you all know the story. Let me just get a studio. So I upgraded to getting a studio. When I was in the studio, I then was thinking, okay, well, how can I make this even better? I got a new studio because it was better lighting. It was a bit brighter. It was more engaging. After I finished that podcast with Stephen Butler and he told me about this 1% rule, I remember in every episode I was thinking about it. So before, I was already thinking about this 1% improvement, but I was looking at it in terms of a season. Now every week, I think about it for every single episode. How can I ask a better question? Where is the lie? What decor can I have? Uh, What are the angles I can do? What are the social media clips looking like? What are the YouTube SEO searches? What are the thumbnails looking like? Whatever it is, I'm always trying to improve that 1%. And I truly, truly believe... This is the reason how my social media just completely blew up last year is because every week I was focusing on really improving it and really nailing all of my social media posts so that I knew that they would land really, really well with my audience. So if you don't know, one of my videos went viral last year and I've told the story many times, but my editor actually had chosen a different clip to upload to the audience and I had said, no way, that's not going to fly because I knew that this don't ask me when I'm getting married clip would resonate with so many people. I didn't know it was going to resonate with millions of people. I thought maybe like 100,000. But I did know that it was really important to share that. And being really meticulous and going through every single episode every week and picking out what I do now. I pick out different things for YouTube shorts, different things for TikTok, different things for LinkedIn, different things for Instagram. I know that me doing that is so tedious. I could just get my editor to kind of do it and I wouldn't have to be involved in that process still this late on in the game. But I feel like it's really, really important for me to make those changes because only I've known my podcast since the day it started. And so I can't expect an editor to pick up on small things and make that 1% improvement every single week. I kind of have to make sure I'm taking that responsibility myself and taking that time out to be really, really meticulous in certain parts of your podcast or your business or whatever it is, is super, super, super key. And I really believe that that's what blew my account up. And if you get 1% better every single day, you'll end up 37 times more effective over the course of the year, which is amazing. So habits don't actually make a difference on a given day. When you're going through something, you're not really realizing the straight benefits of it. And I think that as millennials, and if you're watching this video and you're a millennial or you're a Gen Z, you'll know that we are kind of used to instant gratification. You wanna watch a movie, watch it. You wanna get fit, wear these butt leggings you can get off Amazon, who knows? But what I'm saying is that it is really, really difficult to stick to a habit when you're not seeing the immediate results because with so many of the things that we do, we do see immediate results and we're brought up in this general filled with instant gratification and so when you're working really really hard at something and you can't really see the output of it 
it is very, very difficult to continue. And I myself have felt that. And I myself always think I'm working so hard at this. I'm not really seeing any difference. And then boom, something crazy will happen. And I'll be like, oh, wow. Okay, that happened because of all these things that I've been doing rather than just this one thing that I did. And here, I think what's really important to understand is a lot of people think sweating the small stuff doesn't matter. And I've heard so many successful entrepreneurs say that the small stuff always, always, always is the most important stuff. Good habits actually make time your ally and bad habits actually make time your enemy. And the thing is with habits is they don't really make any sense until you've crossed a threshold and you believe that they don't really matter. But for example, if you're going to the gym every single day, you going every single day is not gonna change your body overnight. It's probably not even gonna change your body in a couple of weeks. But over a course of a month or a couple of months, you will see a change. And it's only when you see that change that you realize, oh, it was because I was going every single day. It was because I was following this training program. It was because I was eating healthy. It was because I was really focused that that's why this happened for me. But in that moment, in that day, you're not gonna feel that way because nothing is actually going to change. You're not gonna hit your goal straight away. And this actually comes on to the next point where James says, focus on your systems and not on your goals. As you all know, I'm huge on goal setting and I'm somebody who has created a product because I really believe in the power of goal setting. However, if you've been to one of my workshops, whether that's virtual or online, you will realize that whilst I have said goal setting is super important, I've actually said having a system is way more important and this is why I created the performance planner. It's all very well and good having a goal but unless you've got a system to make sure you're tracking it every day, unless you've got a system to make sure you're doing it every day and unless you've got a system in place to make it easier for you, there is no way you're actually going to be doing it. Now one of the things that I've realized over time is your goals are always, always, always going to change. So when I had, I think, about 4,000 followers last year and then it grew to like 6,000 by the middle of the year or by April, I remember thinking, I just need to get to 10K. Like, that's all I need to do. I need to get to 10K. Not that's all I need to do in the sense I'm going to give up, but I need to get to 10K. Like, that's my next goal. And I remember when I got to 10K, I thought, okay, well, now how am I going to get to 20K? And after I got to 20K... I mean, I got to 20K and like 50K in a week. It just My account just blew up because of that viral video. But then I was like, how am I going to get to 100K? And what I'm trying to show you is that the goalpost is always, always, always going to move. But my systems were very clear on how I was going to continuously grow. So for example, between season three and season four, I upped my Instagram posts from being three times a week to four times a week to being six times a week. Sometimes I upload eight times a week on just Instagram. It's ridiculous. On TikTok, it was once every two days to every day, now three to five times a day. On LinkedIn, it was like once a month. Now it's three times a week. I'm really bad with that. And on YouTube Shorts, it was never. And now it's I try and do three a day. So what I'm trying to say to you is the thing that I said to myself at the end of last year, sorry, the thing that I said to myself last year was, okay, I need to be really, really consistent with my posting. And I was really targeting Instagram, if I'm completely honest, because I didn't really think about all the other platforms. Now that I'm trying to grow even more, I have to think about every single platform. But last year, Instagram was really my main focus because I just thought it was the main one. It's not, by the way. But anyway, I essentially 
was very, very clear on what I needed to do to hit that goal. So my goal was to grow. I actually didn't have a specific number that I wrote down. I just said, grow my Instagram. Now, I wish I had been a bit more specific, but at the same time, should I have been more specific? No, because this is what James Clear is talking about, is the fact that when you have a goal... Number one, it's always going to change. Number two, everyone has the same goal. Like loads of people want to grow their Instagram, but their systems are the things that get them there. So for example, if I said, for example, I want to grow my thing to 10K, it's never going to work. I can just keep continuously write my goals down, but it's the systems that are actually going to get me there. And my system was to upload six times a week, every single week with the same template, with the same structure, with the same whatever, and know that that system was going to help me grow I didn't know specifically how much, but I knew that it was going to get me somewhere. Now that I want to grow even more, I have to try and switch it up. And now I have to think of a new system or upgrade the system and add a few things in to make sure that I'm constantly progressing too. So whilst I think goal setting is really important, my workshop and the things that I talk about are actually also around the systems that help you to achieve that goal. And that is literally why I created the planner, because it is like a system in itself. But there are four reasons as to why James Clear says that we really shouldn't focus on our goals and we should focus on our systems. Now, the first one is winners and losers have the same goal. Every candidate wants the job. And achieving our goal is only momentarily. Like, for example, if my goal was to achieve 10K, that means that technically I should stop when I hit 10K followers. No, that's not true. That's never going to happen. If I want to change my life then I'm going to have to continuously keep working on that system. And that's exactly what I did. Achieving a goal is only for that moment. So for example, if I said I'm only going to achieve my goal when I hit 10k, that means that I'm not even allowing myself to go any further than that. And that would have mean I wouldn't have pushed myself. Now I kind of disagree with this a bit because for me, my goal is always changing. So once I hit a certain number, I want to go for the next number. I think that's totally normal, especially when you're in a numbers game. But I think his point is, is don't set yourself a goal, set yourself a system so you're not limiting yourself so much. The other thing that he talks about is how happiness really affects our goals. So for example, I will only be happy when really allows us to really focus so much on that goal and only think we're going to be happy when we achieve that, which is just really bad for our mental health. If I had said I'm only going to be happy when I reach 10k, first of all, I wouldn't only be happy when I reach 10k because once you get something, you're actually not that happy about it. And second, it meant that the whole time up to that 10k, I'd be like, I'm not good enough. I'm not happy. This is not what I want to do. I'm not good at this and feed myself all of these negative affirmations. And that's why he says, you know, we really shouldn't just focus on goals. You should focus on the system because it can really impact our happiness as well. And this is where I'm saying my systems were in place for me, for me to upload six posts a week instead of three, for me to upload stories, for me to upload TikToks, whatever it was, the systems in place were increase your visibility on social media and hopefully therefore you will grow. I was really, really specific about what I wanted to increase my visibility on and which platforms, how I was going to measure it, when I was going to do it. And so all of that kind of smart goal stuff is really, really important in setting in your systems too. Now, one of the really interesting things he said here, and one of the things I really need to apply to my life in several different ways, is identity change is habit change. Our identity is the hardest thing to change and the hardest thing to address. But when we say to ourselves, like, I'm not a smoker, I'm not a nail biter, I'm not an angry person, I'm not a pushover, it actually helps us to really change who we are. Now, these are the affirmations I talk about all the time. And actually within this book, he really touches upon that too, which I think is really, really important. What you believe and what you think about yourself will really determine your life. So for example, I bite my nails. I just do. Let's just see. 
And I always try and say to myself, I'm not a nail biter, I'm not a nail biter, I'm not a nail biter. And now I don't bite my nails, I rip them off. So now I think my affirmations need to be, I'm not a nail ripper or something. But anyway, in terms of my social media growth, I say affirmations every single day. It's why I put a section in there for my performance planner. It's because I really, really believe that they work. Just before I got my flat, I was writing affirmations around my dream home and my dream flat in London. And a week later, I got it. And I'm not saying that it's going to be as instant or it's always going to be like that. But I have found that writing affirmations for my social media growth have helped me so much. So here are some of the affirmations that I say. One of them is, I love watching my social media accounts grow every single day. My posts are resonating with so many people around the world. The only content I will provide is one that has value and I love seeing people sharing it every single day. So these are some affirmations that I've been saying and I really, really do believe that it helps rewire your thought, rewire your framing. It really helps me to make sure that in every single video, I'm providing something with value because I just feel now there are so many people that are trying to do things for clout and trying to do all these trends. I mean, look at that guy, I can't remember his name, is Mizzy, who's literally just harassing people and like walking into people's houses and running away with people's dogs because he thinks it's funny. And it is making him go viral. But actually, do you want to be doing that? Do you want to go viral because you add value? Or do you want to go viral because you are just being silly and doing crazy things? It really depends on what you want to do. But for me, saying these affirmations every single day makes me very accountable to myself that I will always add value and I really do believe that they work. Okay, now this is the last point and probably the most important point and it's how do you actually create habits? So the four steps mentioned in the book and ones that I have practiced myself are Q, craving, response and reward. You're probably wondering what on earth does this mean? So I'm going to share it with you in relation to the podcast. So Q means make it obvious. So for example, one of the habits that I want to do is take my vitamins every day, which means they're on my bedside. It means it's in my habit tracker because I'm making it really, really obvious. But in relation to social media, I put an alarm on for my post. So there's an alarm for TikTok, there's an alarm for LinkedIn. I don't put an alarm for Instagram because I know that I upload at the similar time every single day and it's like instilled in my head because I've done it for so long. But there are things that I forget, like for example, TikTok, because I upload multiple times a day, YouTube shorts I schedule, and LinkedIn, because I only do it three times a week, I also put an alarm on now for that as well. The second is craving, and that's kind of like your dopamine hit. It's like the thing that you get because you want to see the reward. And for me, and relation for the podcast, I think for me, it's been really, really obvious of clips that I think are really good and people want to share and people will resonate with and people will like. And so I always want to create content for which I hope that other people are going to enjoy and resonate. So for example, if I'm watching TV, if I'm reading a book, if I'm thinking of an idea, I make sure I write it down and I make sure that I've got that in my notes. And that actually makes me have a craving for the reward, which is I can't wait to share this and to resonate with other people. The third is response. You have to make it easy, kind of reduce the friction and prime your environment to make sure that you're getting that reward. And that is, for example, for me, I have folders on my phone. My editor, Jessel, creates everything in folders for me, thumbnails, uh, the full podcast edit, the shorts, everything like that. And so I know when I'm going into that folder, what I have to upload as a short, what I have to upload as long form, what I can see as the thumbnails because I create all the thumbnails myself. And so it's super, super simple and easy. Same on my phone for the TikToks. I have a folder for my reels and for my videos and same for YouTube shorts. Although annoyingly with YouTube shorts, it doesn't allow you to select a folder. So it's a bit annoying for that. But anyway, I really make it easy for myself. So I'm not faffing when I'm looking for videos and making my life just that much harder. Now the reward is a little bit different for me in terms of the podcast because you can kind of see it immediately. 
And this is the thing that you should do in terms of any habit is making sure you're giving yourself a reward straight away. Now for me, I get a dopamine hit every single time someone shares my post, likes it, comments on it, whether it's one person, 50,000. It really, really means a lot when people take time out of their day to comment on my post. And that's why I will always reply to every single person. I will try to, but generally I do reply to every single person. Sometimes if comments are made on videos a little bit later and I don't see it, I'm not able to. But generally, I really love it when I see people that are sharing, when people are enjoying it, when people have sought, like they find comfort in a video, ones that they feel like, oh my God, no one's ever spoken about this before and I feel less alone now. That makes me feel incredibly happy. And now what I'm seeing as well is the monetization on my platform. So like I said in my other video, if you haven't watched it, how to start a podcast for $100, I said in that video, that I now monetize on different platforms. One of them is TikTok through the Creator Fund, Spotify for podcasters, previously known as Anchor, and the third is YouTube. So when I share a video that people are enjoying and that goes viral, I see the immediate rewards because these platforms now help me to monetize. So for me, that is my reward emotionally when people are liking it, and then also financially when people are liking it because I get paid by these platforms now. And talking about paying creators, if you haven't subscribed, I'd be so grateful if just really quickly you could do that. It really, really helps a lot and the more subscribers and more likes I get on this video, the better content I can make for you all. So my summary is, I think that we rarely ever think about all of our bad habits. We actually just think about all of the positive ones and how we can build on them. But it's really important to try and look at the habits that you perhaps don't really wanna do and see how you can improve and change them. In terms of my social media growth, I really believe that all of the things that I've spoken about in this video have really helped me to grow and build my profile. And I'm gonna still be adopting all of these techniques to continue to grow and build it. Habits are not really a finish line. You know, it's not something you do for a period of time. It's more like a lifestyle thing. And this is where it really goes back to the process and outcome goals. So for me, it's not really about me uploading three times a week until I hit this or me uploading six times a week until I hit that. I've committed to making sure that now from, from now on, I'm gonna be uploading a certain amount of posts on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, on whatever platform that I wanna be using to make sure that I am growing. It doesn't mean that when I hit a million or five million, hopefully one day, please, fingers crossed, that I will stop doing these things because essentially I'm focusing on the process and not on the outcome. And I think that's what he's really trying to get in this book is that so many of us are just focused on the outcome because we believe that that's the most important thing actually the most important thing is your process and your system and that is really why I created the performance planner because every single day I have a system of things that I do consistently and I've never stopped doing them and I never will stop doing them probably until the day I die so you know for me to write down my gratitude every day for me to write down my affirmations every day for me to write down my habit track every day I know helps me to maintain a really good and happy mood and helps me to keep track of all the different things that I want to in terms of my priorities, in terms of understanding my to-do list, in terms of reflection every single day, all of these things are really, really essential for me to do every single day to make sure that not only am I creating a process that I can follow that's easy, that has that cue, craving, response and reward, but actually something that I know that I can continue with and a habit that now I've created to make sure that it helps me reach all of my goals. So if you want 10% off the planner, I'm gonna give you a 10% off code, which is planner10. 
And also, if you want to join my community, I'm going to leave the link below because every single week I will be going live from there from July and I'll be doing different workshops around various different things. So if you do want to join, it's completely free right now. But from July, I will be going live on there every single week. So I hope to see you there soon. I really, really hope you enjoyed this video. I hope that it's been helpful to you if you're thinking about how you can grow your social media account. This book is honestly a game changer. So 100% get it and read it. But there are loads of summaries available on YouTube as well if you perhaps don't have loads of time thank you so much for watching this video and i will see you very 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 soon